for the Athletic Podcast Network. I'm Kate Scott. This is the update. On today's show, what do you do when your routine, your every day for as long as you can remember, screeches to a halt? I know a lot of us can relate to that right now, but maybe we can't relate to running one of the most successful NBA teams of the past decade. So when senior columnist Marcus Thompson caught up with Warriors GM Bob Myers to discuss how his shelter-in-place is going, we knew that we needed to hear more. It's Friday, May 15th. Well, Marcus, thanks so much for coming on today. I really enjoyed your recent piece on Bob Myers, the GM of the Warriors, and what he's learned in just a few short months at home. Wondering, were you just checking in with Bob, or did you go into the conversation looking for something in particular? Nah, you know, these dudes are really hard to get now, and they're being really particular about what they want to talk about. And I get it, like, they don't know when they're starting, so answering that question is kind of futile after a while. But I just know Bob, and I figured he had some kind of deep thought, you know what I'm saying? Like, I I knew he was processing this in a way that most people probably wouldn't. So I just wanted to hear his highly, highly emotional and logical take to it because that's just how he rolls. And sure enough, that's how he's thinking. I mean, we, we tend to talk about family a lot and just how the whole, like trying to mesh that stuff that matters into this life, that's a little crazy. It's just how it's perennially difficult. So I've just been curious about a lot of people, especially those who aren't at home so much, like how they're handling being at home so much. What is his life like right now? Because as you mentioned, I mean, he is on the go 24-7 most of the year. Not anymore. <laughs> uh, you know, now he's kind of thrust into the uh, the stay-at-home dad situation. And, you know, invariably you end up appreciating your spouse so much more because, like, when that's what they do, you know, like, and then you get to taste it a little bit. It's like, wow, like, this is crazy hard. From Bob's perspective, you know, he gets to be around his daughters. He's got young girls. When you're gone like he's gone, you miss a lot. A lot of people in pro sports, they're fine missing all that. And then they get to be 65 and they're like, y'all wish I was around more. But oh, but we have fun. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I think uh, he's a guy who uh, is probably like, I figured he'd be glad that he gets to do it now instead of waiting until they're 15 or 16. I mean, it's it's tough, man. You got three kids, all young. Like people don't understand how hard it is. And there's this misnomer about parenting being this joyous thing it is very fulfilling right it is you know you're doing something good you know it is worth it but man it is difficult (laughs) (laughs) oh i tip my cap to all of you who are parents it looks like such a hard job it is difficult and you know to some of us who uh love that kind of six seven hour daycare you get it in school (laughs) Like, yo, so I know for me it's tough and I've been trying to like juggle it and there there are highs and lows. So it's like, hey, what about the people who are millionaires and can usually pass this thing off if they Mm -hmm. needed to? Yeah. You know, like what's your life like? So Bob was willing to talk about it. Wow. So what are they doing? Family dinners, doing puzzles. What are they doing at the Myers household? They're doing whatever his daughters want to do. (laughs) But yeah, it's sitting at the table for family dinner. It's, you know, playing games together like they're playing Clue 
And he was explaining to me how they didn't have the kids version. So, <laughs> so, so how they, how'd they do that? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, they got to kind of change the words on the fly because <laughs> it's tough to explain to a seven year old how you kill somebody with a candlestick. <laughs> so, you know, he's like, yeah, first they did that. Yeah, man, he got, he got murdered with a candlestick. He's like, how do you do that? And it's like, all right, let's just change it. So they were like changing on the fly to something that's a little bit more. So, you know, Mr. Plum is gone away. You know why? <laughs> oh, so, that's uh, great. <laughs> yeah, right. It's, it's hilarious. Extended vacation. Mr. Plum is in quarantine now. <laughs> he was on our board, but now he's gone away for two weeks. <laughs> the thing that he said that kind of stood out was, it's not the like choreographed quality time that you you miss. It's the little in between stuff. It's the the spontaneity of children, the random conversations. Like how do you script the random conversations your child will have you in? Like I think that's the part he kind of conveyed he's really appreciating. It's just the random there's no rhyme or reason to it and you end up having a conversation with your child that you just wouldn't have and you only get to have it because you're there right it's not like hey i'm home let's talk about whatever happened in the day but like so he's getting to do that and his wife gets to do it all the time but like now he's home to be in the conversation so i kind of felt that and the hard part is you just never know like which one is the one they'll remember at 24 you know what I'm saying? That's what I hope. I just keep dropping gems on my daughter. Like <laughs> she's gonna be 24. It's gonna be like she's gonna be in this situation that she needs to get out. It's mm-hmm. gonna be like, yo, my dad on a random Tuesday dropped these bars. <laughs> so now I know what I need to know to get up out of here. <laughs> I love that. And you can't have those random conversations unless you're there. So that's something you guys are are both experiencing right now. Now I think most folks who follow the Warriors know what a special bond Bob and head coach Steve Kirsch what have their conversations been about and focused on during this time, Marcus? A lot of basketball talk. A lot of basketball talk they don't normally get to have because they're not managing the situation or they're not in a playoff hunt. The last five years they've been in the playoffs with all the obligations that go with that. And now they're like breaking down every draft pick possible. They're talking about philosophy and how they want to play. It's almost like they get to start over. They're even talking about how much Steph should be on the ball and off the ball, which is a favorite topic of Warriors Warriors uh, followers. So, you know, there's a, there's a segment who believes Steph doesn't have the ball in his hands enough. They're even discussing that. So they're getting to kind of the root of who they are, what they're about, and they just get to have those conversations. You know, they're, they're good friends. You know, he didn't say it explicitly, but I do feel like they've gotten a chance to be friends again like in a way that the job doesn't let you be friends because when steve was injured his back surgery caused spinal fluid to get in the system and just kind of wrecked his whole system so they had a lot of downtime to talk because bob was spending it with him and when you're coaching an nba and managing an nba team especially when you got four all-stars and playing for championships you just don't get that much time to just talk about like life and you know all that kind of stuff so they're they get to do all that now you know because that's what uh COVID-19 has done is put us all on, on pause so now you can have those conversations that's wonderful well and another thing that COVID-19 has done is brought The Last Dance, the ongoing documentary that's airing every Sunday on the Bulls Dynasty, to the forefront, along with the differences, because a lot of folks are talking about the Warriors and the Bulls and how they compare and contrast. But the differences between then-Bulls GM Jerry Krause and Bob Myers, 
pretty night and day. And for those who aren't watching, uh, Marcus, would love for you What's to expand on that. What's wrong with them? We'll expand on that. I know. Seriously. Catch up. It's everywhere. Whoever's it's not watching don't want to hear this uh, exegesis anyway because there's something wrong with them. Like before we get into that, I think we need to point out something that people miss. And the truth is what the Bulls went through was the first time anybody went through that. Basketball was never that big before that. You know, Magic and Bird turned it into something. And, you know, the Bad Boy Pistons, you know, in that whole era, like the NBA was hype. It was getting there. But Jordan had this thing on a level that nobody had ever seen before. So the amount of pressure, the amount of credit, right? The amount of understanding how to navigate this and keep it going. Nobody knew that. So Bob Myers and the current Warriors dynasty benefits from watching the lessons of the Bulls and learning from them, right? So uh, that's that's something that probably should be said because, you know, I, I know Jerry Krause is coming off looking pretty bad because his whole philosophy is at minimum the front office and the organizational culture is just as important as the players. So he felt like their front office was so good that you could kind of just get a coach, <laughs> right? You could. Yeah. Like, we could just go, I, okay. I picked you, Phil, so I could pick another one. <laughs> okay. Right? We we drafted you, George, so I could draft somebody else. We drafted Pippen. So he was able to put together a championship team. He was able to identify a legendary coach. So he felt like he could do it again. And obviously, Phil Jackson and Michael Jordan and the rest thought differently of it. That's really the striking difference is that Jerry Krause believed that his role in building that championship dynasty was at minimum equivalent to the player's role. But based on how he judged it, he felt like greater than the player's role. And Bob Myers is like the complete opposite. Publicly, he says it's all about the players. Privately, I'm sure he knows like you got to have a good GM. And if he doesn't know what he's doing, if he's not good, it doesn't work. But he knows they win because of players. So he spent the better part of those three years with Kevin Durant, like just trying to appease players and make, you know, handle all the issues and make sure they felt like they were being heard, et cetera, et cetera. That that was just different from Jerry Krause. Jerry Krause was like, man, you play. We'll handle this. You just go out there and play. Do what you paid to do. Mm -hmm. And I got the rest. Whereas Bob's philosophy is... Hey man, uh, happy cows make happy milk, right? <laughs> so <laughs> if we make sure the players are taken care of, like we'll be good because they're the ones that kind of really drive this. Like it's hard if you're a Warriors fan to watch what Jerry Krause did and his whole take and then not contrast that with Bob Myers because they're so different. When they were going to a championship, they're interviewing Krause and he's – Oh, it's the organization. It's the organization. It's how great the organization is. It's the organization. It's the organization. And like Myers is the opposite of that. Oh, man, we don't do anything. Like, oh, no, it's all the players. We're just, you know, uh, of course you get Kevin Durant. Like, I didn't do anything. You know, he's kind of that, that kind of take. Very opposite approaches to to how to manage a dynasty. If you weren't already thankful for Bob Myers, I think it just emphasizes the fact that you should be. Well, what do you think Bob's biggest takeaway, like the coolest thing he's realized being home for such an extended period of time? Uh, he said the bonding of his older two daughters. He has three daughters. One of them is two years old. So he has a 10, a seven, and two. But the friendship between the 10-year-old and the 7-year-old and how they've like teamed up to be big sister to the 2-year-old 
is what he said is is really cool. Just watching them grow and become friends. It's hard as a parent, man. You just like it's hard not to look ahead. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> everything is geared towards looking ahead. And it's like, oh, like look, they're they're gonna be best friends. I know he's watching this <laughs> plotting out their whole future. And they're gonna uh-huh. go to college together, right? They're gonna go into business together. <laughs> so like it's, you just have to look ahead. It's just the way it is. It's all about the future. So seeing that, watching them become friends, watching them just operate together and seeing how they treat the youngest daughter is just something he doesn't get to see because of his job. So being there to like witness it, he thought that was the coolest thing. That's really cool. Marcus, I know you've got a bunch of articles to write, about five other podcasts to be on. So thanks for sharing some stories stopping by today. I'm coming on with you whenever you ask. How about that? All right. I want to hold you to that. Thanks, Marcus. Stay well. To read Marcus's full feature on GM Bob Myers, just click the link in the description notes of today's podcast. Coming up in the next week here on The Update, we bring you an oral history of the Giants electrifying Will Clark. You might have seen the article that our Dan Brown wrote thanks to a slew of interviews he did with Will's former teammates and opponents. Well, Dan was nice enough to gift all of those interviews to us. So if you are a Will Clark fan or really just a baseball fan in general, you are not going to want to miss Monday's show. In the meantime, don't forget, you can now listen to us through any of your Google devices. Just tell your assistant, play the Update with Kate Scott podcast. And if you don't subscribe yet to the written arm of The Athletic, Well, now is the time to sign up, not just because Marcus and Dan and all of our writers are putting out such great stuff right now, but also we've currently got a free 90-day trial subscription offer going, so you get to read everybody for free for three whole months. That's awesome. All you have to do is visit theathletic.com slash theupdate. That's theathletic.com slash theupdate. Sign up for the free 90 days and enjoy. As always, if you're enjoying our podcast, we'd love for you to rate, review, and subscribe. Those little things really do go a long way. So thanks to all of you who've already done just that. For all of us here at The Update, thanks to Marcus for stopping by. Thanks to you, as always, for listening. I'm Kate Scott. Have a safe and healthy weekend, everybody. Cannot wait to bring you part one of an oral history of Giants legend Will Clark on Monday.